Big data has gotten too big. Whether you're a B2B marketer or a consumer brand, your data needs to be viable, relevant, and accessible so that Starista can help you retain customers, acquire customers, and make it personal. Welcome to the Marketing Stir Podcast by Starista, probably the most entertaining marketing podcast you're going to put in your ear. I'm Vin, the associate producer here at Starista. The goal of this podcast is to chat with industry leaders and get their take on the current challenges of the market. And we'll have a little fun along the way. In today's recap episode, we revisit guests from season two, featuring Meg Ugenti, Corporate Director of Marketing at Focus USA, Dale Durrett, VP of Partnerships at Bombora, and Chip Rousseau, CRO at Truthset. Give it a listen. Who are a lot of B2C type marketers, but for myself, I have to put my B2B lens on. So for us, um, and the way that we've really been marketing focus is creating a two-way conversation with other marketers in the industry, what's trending, what's not trending, um, what are the conversations that people are having. So I started a uh, group called Coffee and Conversions, um, which you are very familiar with. And we put on that live event um, either once a month or once every other month. And we just bring marketing leaders together to have a conversation. What's going on in marketing? What's the topic of the day? Um, The more you know, and the more you have those type of conversations, the more you're then able to um, coordinate your content around it, um, coordinate your new product development thoughts around it. So I think for us, it's really having a pulse on what do people care about? What are the conversations they're having today? And what impact can that have on tomorrow's conversation, right? Um, which is really the core of data and analytics as we know it, right? So uh, we follow a lot of our own rules there. Um, we also do a lot of you know, I think about a lot of the new clients that we're working with. And again, because our business has evolved over the course of the past decade um, into what it is now, a lot of our new clients are really coming from referrals. They're coming from a lot of us really investing in bringing our clients into the conversation around a lot of our content creation, bringing our clients into some type of loyalty program that incentivizes them to talk about us um, and refer us to people they think might be a good fit. So that's been a really good way for us to kind of bring in a lot of new clients. And then we uh, practice what we preach. You know what I mean? We do a lot of our own data and analytics. We do a lot of our own direct marketing services um, to bring in that ever-flowing inbound uh, lead gen flow. That, that's awesome. Nothing like inbound leads coming in, right? Absolutely. So, so make one of the things about our industry is the, the space can get uh, or feel pretty saturated and it's hard to distinguish yourself because there's so many companies uh, basically saying they all do the same thing and we we have to we face the same thing uh, but how do you differentiate yourself from others that's a good question and I get asked this a lot um, you know especially heading up new business development you have to kind of put your stamp on well why do I need to work with you instead of company XYZ and what it really comes down to is we actually pre-qualify a lot of the clients that we work with um, we kind of we do a lot of custom work for our clients and our goal is really if you're going to work with us how can we as marketers and strategic partners make your life easier And with marketing, personalization and customization and timing and how quickly things change, um, when you're looking at large projects, um, especially around brand messaging or around um, bringing in new clients or whatever the goal or the KPI of that marketing campaign is, what we really try to do is create a really, truly custom 
turnkey solution to where it's going to be um, easy to implement, easy to track, measure, optimize. And we're really making sure that we're measuring how we're gonna meet those KPIs or reach those goals that your marketing team is trying to accomplish. And in order to work with somebody like that on that type of level, we really do become that extension of their own team, which means that we have to have the same type of value set. We have to have the same type of um, you know, way of thinking how we're going to reach those goals and be open to that type of two-way communication. So because of that, I think that the lifetime value of a lot of the new clients we're bringing in has just got skyrocketed. Um, and that's really our biggest differentiators where we're really positioning ourselves as how can we make your life easier? How can we give you the insights that you need um, to go in and make actions and figure out what your next campaign then should be? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for us, it's um, what's really exciting at the moment and a big focus is, you know, um, we're a data company um, and we are really focused on providing additional insights on that data. So we have a, a big focus on visualization um, and um, we have um, a couple of products that we've rolled out that have really been well received in the market that are not just data products, but the ability to visualize um, that data in different ways um, and really bring value to it. Um, and we're looking to roll that out in a, in a more meaningful way. So that's been a, a really big focus for us. And then, um, as I mentioned, um, you know, uh, the cookie-less um, side of things um, and looking to activate in other channels um, is, is still top of mind for us. So there's a lot of focus on, um, you know, additional match keys outside of the cookie and how we, um, you know, pull in segmentation against that and then omni-channel activation. Um, so I'd say, you know, the insights and then further building out um, our, our, our match keys and our ability to activate omni-channel um, are key focuses for us. Uh, Dale, I want to stay on that topic there because it's, it's been it's been a large topic, at least for the last year. And then it's kind of like, well, cookies going away. I've, I've never spoken about cookies more in my life in this last year and been on panels. And it seems like it's coming out then it's getting moved. Just give me your overall thoughts on that and, and how it, as much as you can you know, share with us about the, the new release, how Bombora is going to be attacking that. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's it's definitely been a conversation I think we were all talking about and it has, you know, I mean, ever since the Google announcement pushing it back, you know, definitely hasn't been top of mind. I think everybody was fairly exhausted, but um, we haven't lost um, focus on that at all um, at Bombara. And, um, you know, I think it's very dependent on Google um, in terms of ultimately the decision they make and, and how they go ahead with um, the ability to build audiences, especially for third parties. I think first party is fairly well understood. Um, so, you know, I think we're very much involved and following what's happening on that front um, and, and seeing what's happening there. And then, you know, we've been working closely with some of our partners um, like LiveRamp and the Trade Desk um, on terms of understanding their um, authenticated unified IDs. And then some of our other partners um, like you know, live intent and 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 um, uh, low to me on on the more probabilistic side. Um, so you know, we're definitely looking at um, both what's going on at Google and then you know what's happening in terms of you know the ID space. Um, but so that's kind of the external, and then internally, you know, we're very focused um, on on finding additional match keys outside of the cookies. So we're doing quite a bit of work on 
you know, um, hashed emails um, and mates, um, each, you know, with their own nuances. And then um, the other kind of unique um, area we're very interested in is um, IP, um, given that we have an ABM focus. So we're doing quite a bit of work there. Um, and then the other area that we're really interested in, and we have a unique kind of a play with given um, our B2B topic taxonomy um, is contextual. So, you know, we're, we're, we are breathing a bit of a sigh of relief with the um, pushback, just because we want to make sure we can stand these opportunities up with scale. Um, but we, we are working on, on a couple of different avenues that we feel um, could replace the cookie in, in, in time um, and continue to activate audiences for our customers um, at scale with quality data sets. We believe that accuracy should be the standard, really, right? So um, I don't think at this point, given the fact that there's now a tool and truth set to be able to measure the accuracy of data, I think the standard should be the most accurate data that you can use, right? Like, um, I don't think that we're going to have any policy, you know, participation necessarily, but we do want to be the arbiter of truth. And so as it relates to standards, we'll, you know, we'll let the government groups do that. Um, we want to we want to just provide a tool of transparency and a standard of accuracy. Chip, let's go back to I love what you said there, the data collective. Talk to us about that initiative. Um, so the data collective is, you know, is, is essentially that uh, it's a it's a group of the leading data providers and um, what we want to do is provide them with the opportunity to you know have insight into their own data. Like nobody's data is perfect. Everyone you know has somewhere where they're they're stronger. You know some areas where they're stronger than others. And so, what what we do within the collective is provide that feedback and that strategic insight. Um, we also give them that independent um, verification, right? So the stamp of approval. If if there's a number of bad actors out there, then the pricing for data is sort of a race to the bottom, right? I mean, if, if, if you can add multiple attributes to every, you know, every record that you have that are conflicting with one another and the, the buying community can't tell the difference, then they just buy it and hope that it's, it's factored in and then it takes, you know, it, it takes trial and error. Uh, versus having um, a third-party independent body that can say, you know, this has been verified. This is a partner that cares about data quality. And then we also provide them with insights into how they um, how they index against the larger group, uh, where their ranking is within various attributes. So it's a it's a really fantastic sales tool where they can utilize and say, hey, we're number, we're in the top three, or we've been in the top three for the last three quarters in, in such and such a, a category. And so I think it's really beneficial um, for the data providers to be able to have a marketing tool that they can utilize. There's additional value in promotion, um, you know, whether it's, whether it's press or whatnot. And then that independent voice weighs in um, on M&A and all, and all sorts of things, really. I mean, I don't know if you saw in Futor was acquired earlier in Q1 this year. And in the article that I was reading, um, one of the reference points was that the, 
the data collective that that TrueSet put together, verified them and verified their data to a certain degree of, of a, being a high performer and, you know, in a certain section or whatever. And that that made an impact on that overall decision. Um, and and so I think there's a lot of value, whether it's uh, whether it's in the you know, the buying community, the major holding companies sort of leaning in and saying, well, are you part of this data coalition? If you are, I'm going to move you over to a special matrix so that our buyers recognize, you know, that you care about quality, which we've seen happen uh, in multiple cases. Um, and ultimately, it's just, a, you know, I, I referred to it earlier, but, you know, rising tide raises all boats like that. That's the initiative. And we want to be able to provide as much value as we can. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Stir podcast by Starista. Please like, rate, and subscribe. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please email us at themarketingstir at starista.com. And thanks for listening.